Good afternoon and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and on the line, I've got, this is the remote line, Renee Shillmover, do I get that right? That's right. So Renee, welcome to episode number 154, and we're going into overtime. I'm sorry, this is the overtime podcast, (laughs) because your business is called Kids OT Calgary, but the OT is not overtime, it's... Can you, can you, can it's you, occupational therapy. There we go. Yes. So, I, you know, yeah, we, we laughed about that offline, but it, literally it, it caught my attention. I think the first time, I think I found you on Instagram. Is that uh, how we got connected? I think so. Yes. So that literally you're, you're an occupational therapist, your, your career studied, uh, how did, I mean, you've, you've had this business for a few years now. Maybe you can tell us what got you started in, in kids OT Calgary. Sure. So I'm the sole practitioner. I'm obviously an occupational therapist and yeah. I work with kids. So I see um, pediatrics. And I turned, I started my business in 2010 in Calgary wow. uh, because I felt there was a need. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had already been working at uh, Alberta Health Services. I worked in several hospitals, including the Children's Hospital. Right. And then so you're talking about the old children. The old Children's Hospital just over on 17th and you're coming, it's not there anymore, right? Well, the building is still there, but it's not the Children's Hospital, <laughs> that was the COVID center, I think. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so. But yeah, I mean, the new the new ones, if you're driving, on, you can see it, it's a colorful one by U of C, University of Calgary up there, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. The nice, the nice colored Lego looking building. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love the look, catches your attention when you're driving down Sarsi and you look over to the right and there's this colorful, so you worked there for a while. I did. I worked at both of them, actually. I worked okay. at the old one, yeah. which is now Richmond Road Center. Yes, that's and it. then um, when I moved to the new one, I worked there just for, not for very long, maybe a year or two right. um, before I had my own children and then opened up my own pre- private practice. But what was it because you had your kids and or you, you saw a void when you were there at the at Alberta, I mean, Alberta, the Children's Hospital? What was it that, that triggered you to start this? Kids OT, kids, kids overtime. You really had your own kids. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was going in overtime driving yeah. over here. Um, so, um, yes, yes, both. So, um, so when I worked in the healthcare system, I also went into the schools. Yeah. Um, there's long waiting lists um, in Alberta and lots of places, I guess, in the world um, for occupational therapy. So, and then um, intervention, um, long wait list for that to get therapy after the kids finally get assessed. Um, so I'm a mom of three boys yeah. and um, at, uh, my oldest son is named Noah. He's 11 years old now um, and he had some developmental delays when he was younger. So you're and, talking like just reading, walking, just basic motor skills or is it maybe exactly, more? Exactly, just okay. some basic motor skills. I saw them when he oh, when I was on mat leave with him. He was a little bit slower at crawling, yeah. a little bit slower at walking. And of course, I had the lens to view it. Um, and my husband was saying, stop being his therapist. And I thought, well, I'm going to find him a therapist then. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then oh, if you right. don't want me to do it. And that's where I, I saw, wow, this is challenging and I'm already in the system. That's crazy. So, so you you, you literally saw it, but as a witness, you were kind of witness to your own, and you and then unlike some people who might deny it, you were like saying, "No, no, this is true," because I work with this every day. 
Wow. Exactly. Okay. So, so then he did get some, he did get some, he needed phys- physical therapy at first. Yeah. Um, and um, there's some great ladies um, that work at Calgary Youth Physio and they're a private practice in the right. city as well. Um, and so I started going there and they kept saying to me, well, you're an OT. We need an OT. Do you see anybody? <laughs> what can you do? And I thought, you're right. There, there needs to be somebody doing this privately as an yes. OT. And there's not many of us in Calgary and even in Alberta doing that. So that's how it began. <laughs> you know, because I, I, you know, I talked offline with you, you know, way back when I worked in the Fanning Center during university days, uh, you know, and, you know, it's still there, I guess, the Fanning Center. Have you, do you see that? It or? is. It is. And it, I've been there too, long, back in the day when I first graduated, yeah. I went there a few times. For the well, wheelchairs. <laughs> well, I used to. Well, I used to go a little because we worked in the kitchen. So they call you know, the um, oh God, I can't even think. But anyway, there was the three floors, and we did the food, and we washed dishes. Like, but but you're around yeah. different that occupation. There was a, the wing was the occupational therapy wing, and you you know, and, and the curiosity for me would you would just see, and the the people there were really bound in wheelchairs, and a lot of them different, mm-hmm. but they they just worked on things and had games and. We used to go to Flames game, and that was part of their occupational therapy. I remember that. That's right. There you go. So that would be what you would consider their leisure yeah. um, and their activity. So occupational therapists work on what's called self-care, leisure, and productivity. And yeah. for kids, productivity is school Okay. or play. Yeah. Or play, right? So being able to figure out how to help them play, access play, um, is is a big part of my part. Um, and then as a private practitioner, I do I help a lot of kids learning how to um, to jump rope, how to cut with scissors, how to draw, how to color, wow. how to write letters. Things we take for granted. Most people take for granted. Mm-hmm. You're doing this as a profession. That's right. And then I think uh, I think a lot of people are not taking for granted right now that they're parenting at home. <laughs> no, that's true. And, and seeing that uh, through 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 COVID lenses that um, that their kids are struggling with those things. Yeah, I mean it's not the same. It's certainly not the same for everyone. Because if you think you watch you watch the commercials, tell us that's some good commercials, and they they kind of show this creativity Zoom calls with your teacher. But the reality is, it's probably hard that. If they were getting OT before, occupational therapy help before, suddenly now that you have to do all those self-care, leisure, productivity, all in the same day, same hour. I mean, not you, but. So are you doing, are you doing work over, are you doing work over the COVID phone of the, I mean, over the Zoom calls during COVID? I sure am. So I was kind of fast at this. Um, so I, I have a pretty busy caseload normally. Yeah. Um, what I do, I have some contracts with um, with some preschools and then some um, the Palliser School Board, which is a school board in Alberta. Okay. And I also have a contract with um, some independent schools. So some of my clients I see in school and other clients come to my practice and the parents are then the, the, the client, I guess, or the, they pay for it. Yeah. Um, so I was very fortunate that one of my preschool contracts, I had a bunch of hours left for them. And they said, well, if we don't use those hours up before the end of the school year, we lose those hours. So go ahead, contact the parents yeah. and see if they'll be willing. And I thought, well, these are four-year-olds. Are they going to be willing? 
I don't know. Well, 10 out of the 11 families said yes. Nice. So that was great. So it was a great way. Uh, no, no expense to them. And, and you know, it's been a wonderful experience. I've been in their kitchens mostly through the yeah. Through Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I know where everybody's houses look like. But now I met the parents because I didn't know the parents before because I saw them at oh, school. Wonderful. And, wonderful. Yeah. So it's really great. So it's been a great experience like that, uh, that, you know, showing them new things they're learning more about their children the things that they didn't know were could be an area of concern and how they could help them at home yeah um and then the other ones i'm seeing are some of my private practice that i had before i've seen them at teletherapy um they're a bit older and what well, older like i mean 10 years old i mean right to the four-year-old right um and um yeah so i'm up and running so i, have to, I do about 20 sessions a week Right now, through teletherapy. So I keep, that's keeping you busy. But you got the three guys. Your oldest is eleven. <laughs> yes. My youngest is yes. fourteen. So I understand that that bur- that's a bit of a burden and keeping them active in turn it in the is. house. You know, it is. So yeah, I have three boys. Yeah. Um, and so I have a, a five year old, an eight year old, and an eleven year old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're all at home, obviously. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's fun. It's good times. It's not enough just to pass the iPad and watch this, watch this Elmo or whatever. You know, I'm trying to think the reference here, but yeah, I, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, it isn't. So um, it's about keeping them sane, keeping them busy, um, trying to manage your schoolwork as well. Yes. Um, and then, um, luckily. The weather's better now, so they could go play outside in the yard. Yeah. Um, but it, um, they, they have. They've taken over my home. <laughs> you know, you were re- you literally just talking to you now. Remind, it just a flashback to a couple of years ago, I listened to a podcast, and they said, you know, in today's day, and they're talking about kids today, they're bored. Mom, I'm bored. Dad, I'm bored, right? Because there's no games or whatever it is. And the guy said, you know, we went to the museum, the game, the, the some kind of a museum of games. And right. the top three games in the whatever it is, is it called? What do you call? I'm thinking of the historical museum of whatever it is. Like, um, right. and, and the top three games. Number one was a stick. Number two was a blanket, and number three was a box, or a cardboard box. And you can so, so you can imagine what you do with it. You have a wand. Well, you have, I'm very creative because that's what I do for, for right? Art, right. So I'm like, oh, you can make a fort with that. Yes. With a stick you can make um, with the box. You can make a musical instrument. <laughs> that could be your drum. You can have a drumming stick. Look at what, this what is do you brilliant. Want to do all that? That's There's brilliant. Tons of ideas. And I'm, yes. So one of the contracts that I have there through the school system um, is is kind of uh, an area of the city. Yeah. That they might not have much as many resources. Um, so that part, I was like, okay, I have to be um, think about them and mindful about what they might have in the home and not, you know, overwhelm the parents right, by offering right. the service. Um, so I kept it really simple. So I was like, all I need are six coins. Doesn't matter which coins, right? Pennies, coins, dimes, whatever. Six coins. Do you have any play date? Play-Doh? No. Okay. Do you have the materials to make it? No. That's okay. We won't. We won't need that. Right. Um, trying to figure out what they have. So yeah. I've been using a lot of toilet paper rolls. <laughs> what I mean, think, <laughs> you you also brought me back when you were talking about that early, you know, cutting scissors and things like that. There was a day we used to like we did the. You know, with pop, not popcorn, but not toilet rolls per se, but for the Christmas tree, you did all the arts and crafts that, that we did. Yes. Whatever was totally. in your home, whatever was in your home. And you, those, those uh, gumball, the gum, the chocolate wrappers, the silver foil, you'd save all that, the bottle caps or whatever. 
Exactly. That's the email I sent out to these families. I said, you know what? Don't empty your recycling. Just save it. Put yeah. it aside. When I'm going to turn on the screen, you let me know what you have beside you. I will figure out what we'll do with it. But that's a game. That's a game in itself. We used to did. We did a game where you put everything on a on a tray and you cover it with a blanket or that blanket and a stick, and then you would and then everyone would have to guess. You know, you'd open it up for thirty seconds, and then they would look. What's on there? And then they close it. I mean, I don't know if you've done this game. But it, game. Yeah, yeah mem- I've done that too. Right. You know, and so, so you, you could. could be, you could be my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, and you have to be creative. And you're just like, the power's out or whatever. Or you have, you no know, the card games have come up. You know, we, we're playing all kinds of games. And yeah, I think it just, it forces a creativity. The girls are painting and drawing and they're older. My and, girls- and I think that's wonderful. And I think that's, and that's what it is. It's a step back. Yeah. For a lot of us, even my kids too, like right now, they, well, Lego was a big part of this pandemic at, at the beginning, yeah. right? So that was a big treat was, well, you know what? We will order some Lego. We'll wait till it arrives. So they've had two um, deliveries of Lego. Yeah. But in between then, so they play with their Lego. They like it. They've reused their old Lego that they weren't using. Um, they've built four. So they're reusing what? They're reusing the Lego pieces that were just like a big oh. bucket full of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally playing with it again, like instead of saying, can you buy more? Can you buy more? Sure. You know, stay, sticking to the, the kits, right? Yeah. So much of it. We, let's use it. Um, but they're building forts too, doing obstacle um, runs around the home and, and just like being creative. And it's really, it's really good. And I'm trying to like implement that, suggest that to the other families. I'm like, you guys have the things at home. Like we don't need to order things, right? So we can make Play-Doh. That's a whole therapeutic thing on its own, like stirring right. and measurement and all that, right? Make colored rice and then use that to make, to, to like practice your letters inside for the younger kids, right? With their finger. Just wait, like so you colored rice. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I need to learn this. So you colored rice? What did you do? So what I tell them to do is I just take a Ziploc bag, a simple yep. Ziploc bag, put one cup of dry rice um, and um, a couple of uh, drops of food coloring or paint or whatever oh, they have right, right. And then a little bit, so like about a tablespoon of uh, white vinegar. You mix it up together, you let it dry for about 15 minutes, and then you have colored rice to, to play with. So in that you could, you know, you put it, you could put it into a bin yeah. um, and then hide little toys in it, like your dinosaur toys or whatever it is, and then make them go look for it. So that's a good sensory game. Right. Um, so just like different, if, these are a lot of the things we were doing with my clients when, I mean, in Calgary, it was, there was a lot of snow during the beginning of the pandemic, right? That's right. Um, so what could they do at home to, with what they have? Because that's when you're especially not supposed to be out shopping um, on the spot. To, yeah. Um, and not, you know, over-utilize the grocery bill or whatnot, not sure. be expensive. So, yeah, and I think, I think in a way, the pandemic has um, brought back people to some simple games. Um, yeah, with the toilet paper rolls, I'll do, like you said, cutting and stuff. Like, we make, like, little monsters with it. So, you know, I, I show them. <laughs> Robots or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things. Caterpillars with it, like anything. Um, and then the other thing I find myself in terms of taking advantage of the pandemic on being on the screen as I explained to the families at first, I get it. They're doing it for school. I get it. We're always worried about too much technology time. Yeah. yeah. I, my purpose is using it as, as just as in we're in the same room, we're both doing the same thing, but we have the camera doing it with us. So I'm not putting up a bunch of screens and making them like 
you know, interactive with video games on it. Yeah. That they could see me instead, and we could do jumping jacks together. It's just we're not doing it in person well, together, I, but we're still doing it. One of my podcast guests, like I, you know, that one of my podcast guests was an F forty five. Kingsland, and so to promote uh, Deborah and Gord, and literally they just had opened. They opened and closed within a month, and oh, yeah. so they went online. I've never done a, a remote workout, so I've always kind of done them in classes or, or my own. And I've done, yeah. I haven't done the full everyday recommendation, but yeah, I've just it's been part of routine. And although I'm watching the recording of it, I know there's a classroom that they did four hours earlier or whatever, and it's. It's brilliant. It's just fun. You that that social side of it. So you really bring it that is, in. Yeah, it is. And and you know what? I I, I myself too. I am trying to do my online workout. Um, and then what I end up finding is um, just two neighborhoods over. One of the classes that I used to attend, yeah. uh, fitness. It's my friend Lindsay that does it. She's doing it from comfort of her home, and I I participate in it. And I'm like, I don't care what her home looks like in the background. Like I don't care. Yeah. I'm just enjoying it because she's engaging with us, and it's it's fun, right? And it's it's it solves like what the the need that I have right now that I can't get because of because well, there's. Of you know, we had I've had discussions about this sort of the mental health. Fitness helps with the mental health. So if yes. there's depression or, and as you said to your point about everybody's stuck in the house and and not going out, it is. It, there's a there's a new game, not a new game. There's a new pressure. If I took your four, you've got three themes. There's probably a fourth one. It's the mental that mental health and the alone time or whatever it is. You know, and wow. So you're hitting. Yeah. So, and I and. Even, you know, for myself, um, because I'm not 100% tech savvy, like I am and I'm not, you know, but I sure. am, I'm, you know, I'm not 20 years old, so that's <laughs> it's not fully my generation. I'm catching up with it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it's time consuming as well, trying to discover all this. Um, but um, but podcasts, they're kind of new to me. I've kind of gone into it a little bit. And, and when when you reached out to me, then, yeah. you know, that, that's my new thing now is now I decided that's what I'm going to do at night when I go for a walk. As now yes. I'm listening to podcasts. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm tired of looking at the screen too. So this is a perfect um, uh, compromise for myself. I can listen to something intellectual or something of interest, yep. but still get my physical activity you in can, at the same time. You can three hours. You know, I, used to, I used to drive an hour back, an hour that when I was in the Middle East. And I, I was it was incredible learning to listen to people. And I'd, I'd stop the car at times to take notes. Uh, you know, just... Oh, yeah. But I, to transfer it into a, whatever form, or I would get a link to a website. Yeah, it's incredible learning mm-hmm. when your hands, you know, you need to have your hands free, or you don't want to look, as you said, to tie to the screen. But I mean, that could also be an OT or an you know, overtime work. But, you know, not for, for some of the, for, for the kids, I'm sure there are podcasts out there. Do you get into that? Or there maybe are, you were- there are. And we had to listen to them before for our kids last year we went on a road trip actually our first long one with the kids and yeah. we did listen to some of those the kids podcast ones <laughs> and it was new for them and it was kind of you know there's sometimes it's kind of funny too as the adults right yeah um, and we were listening to science ones and and some different things like that and it is kind of that actually that's what i was thinking recently i was like i need to look up some more for for my children sure to or you can start one with. you can start with the boys and you know look renee we can do this Move over. We're starting our own podcast. You take your name, Mover. We're movers and shakers, right? I don't know. Like we're we're doing this now, Renee. We're gonna get the boys on, 
and you're going to do your, and, and they invite other kids to talk. What'd you do during COVID? Right. And you can share, share, you share stories. Show mover 101. I love it. I think that's a great idea. See, I, I need another entrepreneur to keep me motivated. Right? But the boys, look, so I listened to it. There was a, there was a science project. You mentioned science project and a podcast I listened to, or a book, it was called on podcast or on audible called crushing it. And the boy, the man, and his boy, I don't know, the, I can't remember the names right now, but they literally, uh, he was cutting things out for a school project, and he did it, was cutting things open. And they would explain, you know, the ba- like a baseball. You can you can visualize a baseball, you know, the ra- rubber bands and all that. And now they have a massive following on Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, and all they do is cut things open. And the major brands would contact them to do a – so, yeah, I think, I think that would be a great one for you and the boys to start. You can use the oh, anchor. yeah, I like that. And you, you start something, OT the OT with the show movers, and then you and you you, you move it right. You do it. I, I appreciate that. I love that. So <laughs> yeah. no, I know I, I yeah. Sometimes you just have to get out, out of your comfort zone, right? Um, and and I did. I mean, that's how I created my business, right? Is by saying, you know, there's a need for this. I'm going to do this. And you know what? I remember a lot of therapists I worked with at the hospital. Yeah. They what used to hold them back. Unfortunately, in Alberta. There's not enough therapists out there doing private practice. And the reason is they're so afraid to just kind of leave the, the comfort of the institution, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and just stick to it. And it's like, no. Or the other one what they used to say to me was, oh, um, yeah, but it, when you do it through Alberta Health Services, it's like free health that you're providing. I'm like, sure. well, it's not really. Like, Somebody pays for it. For it yep. that, that it comes for, right? Yeah. Um, but my motto was – especially because I was a parent then looking for a therapist for my child. Uh, of course, I was going to do anything I needed to do to sure. make him okay, right? Yep. That he, what he needed. But my other model was people have benefits. And if I want to go for a massage, then sure enough, I'm going to go for a massage. If I want my child to have occupational therapy, I'll use my benefits. <laughs> well, Give them the choice. Give them the option, right? And that's that's who comes, right? People want to have the choice that's right the cho- the I mean, it's, it's i guess if you're stuck you're handcuffed well almost handcuffed to the way of doing even the creativity isn't really necessarily there inside the, it, whether it's alberta healthcare or somewhere whereas now yeah. you know this discussion this covid the stepping back the gun the night the the fort making forts nobody makes forts anymore my girl she used to do princess forts and dress ups <laughs> we've got a we i should give you this well you got boys but we have a cake, like a, a chest, um, you know, like a, a just a drawer, um, a box, almost like a box, and literally uh-huh. for dress ups. <laughs> we don't do it anymore, but once in a while. Because they're older. But, but I have that too. I, I have uh, actually probably like four closets like that of all those things that I, that's my problem is that I keep all these things yeah. because I'm like, you might need it again. I mean, you do. <laughs> well, you are now working in this. This is well, just like, it's like, you ever see that movie with Tom Hanks when Big? And he becomes, yes. Oh, yeah. and so he's like a big kid in the car. He's switching light switches on and, you know, just everything, mm-hmm. everything excites him. But that's, you're in a, you're, I, I don't know, the creativity at that level, getting, you know, getting those toys out. And if you have a young. That's what it is. And you know what, it, when I was saying, mentioned you earlier that um, I'm in the parents' homes or whatnot, and I didn't yeah. know that some of these families before. Yeah. Um, I noticed afterwards, I thought, oh, seven out of ten of these are the dads um, that are checking on. And I was like, where are the moms? Dads, behave. Like, <laughs> right? But then I thought, 
my God, they must think I'm crazy because here I am singing the ABC no and dancing and doing, and they're doing it too because I make them. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, get up, everybody together. Participatory. <laughs> this is great. So, you know, it, it comes to mind a couple of things because when I was just recently, I had the Patty uh, Morris from Wellspring, Calgary. And it's so the cancer people with with cancer and, and they go through different levels. But one of their yes. major programs is young adults or youth, the youth programs. And it really when I, I, I don't know if you've, you know, you work with them or that kind of it's not yeah, that. But I should look that up. Yeah, I know the name. I'll send you guys the link. I'll send you guys offline. Yeah. And, then, and then because it sounds like some of what you're doing is education wise as well. Does it, does it get into CBE or Calgary board of education or could you mention the Palliser school board, but what about C- mm-hmm. the Calgary board? So CBE and the Catholic school board have contracts with Alberta health services. Okay. So, so, and, and that's what I used to do before. So yeah. I used to get to go in there, but, um, but unfortunately, yeah, so it's limited because of funding and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, whereas Palliser Board is considered a separate board, um, and they have a few schools in Calgary, and they have the, they have the right to hire whoever they want. Nice. Um, and so they, they, and they have less members, I guess, too, and less schools and less kids, I guess. So they kind of do it that way. So which is, which is, so which I'm lucky to have the opportunity there. And it's the same thing for the independent of the private schools. Sure. Um, they could hire who they want or how, whatever system they want well, to use. I guess the reason what the thought, and I had, I suspected that there was through Alberta Healthcare or Alberta Health Services. And the reason I said that is because when the education matters, they were on my podcast. I went and visited them. Uh, Marilyn Field is the CEO and Helen, no, well, I'll get the Helen and Marilyn. And it literally, they, because a lot of what they offer, the education matters is through non CBE funded or non, and they're, they're separate. And a lot of, literally, I thought this is probably the similar. You got a lot of programs that aren't necessarily funded, and so they do. She does separate fundraising, but the programs are for I think more older kids. But so much of this just talks about some of the things you said that you know the self care, the leisure, the productivity, getting people to use their mind, or you know that that sort of assessment. And may, I don't know, maybe there's a, there's a link there. The last one is Sue Tomney from YWCA Calgary. She talked a lot about the programs they have there because of single mothers that are that yes. come into the, their their program. But then there's the kids. What programs they might may or may not have available. So I, I, I there might be overlap, but I don't want to overburden you with work. <laughs> you probably have enough. <laughs> but I'm going to give I'm you work. Go with the three boys at home, um, but eventually, um, eventually, hopefully, we'll, we'll go back to, to the original Some, normal. Something, yeah. Um, but no, but it is it is true. So I think you know. I mean, I mean, CBE and Catholic. Um, schools i mean i mean they do the best and there is a need for a partnership between health and education yes. um and it's just the fact that there, there's the numbers are so big like you know so somebody needs to administer that so it's it's, it's a great resource that they have yeah. um but i just also know that there's a lot of kids out there who could benefit from therapies and unfortunately just don't have access to it but even art class like art now suddenly you i mean doing art or you know that creative mm-hmm. side and the things you mentioned here, the colored rice. I mean, this is fun. This is arts, arts and crafts. Yeah. You put, I'm thinking you put that on a board or you, you know, you, you could, I don't know. There's so many things you just, it's like that old, remember the spirograph, the things you can do with a spirograph, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. It, I use spirographs, yeah. And then if you, <laughs> exactly. There's so many, 
many things. Like I'm with with my clients, I'm just looking around my office right now. Like you'll see what I see. Like I, you know, we we built things of Lego. We built things out of yeah. We use construction paper. We use mazes. Spirograph is one of them. You know, just making it more fun rather than. Boring. I'm sorry. This is way um, too much fun. We we need some more people. You need to do your own podcast because I want to listen to it. I want to hear about. But it's hard to. Well, but, thank you for the encouragement. I but you could do a video series, a simple one. There's free video series. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but it sounds like you've got you're onto something that you know maybe that'll get. So you create the awareness. It just if you hear that out, like it's the awareness for CBE and our, our Catholic board, where they actually see this as a separate thing, and they they figure that out because it it sounds like. You know, you guys, you found a niche because you needed to, you thought yourself, but you also saw right. the niche for other families. So it, it sounds like there's something there, but it's, it doesn't happen overnight. And no, it doesn't. And I've been doing this for a while and like, you know, I've... Well, at one point, my kids were young, um, yeah. and like I said, the older son had has had his share of issues um, that I had to deal with. So it was like, okay, I'm doing doing this on the side, yes. but I get to do both. I get to be a mom, and I get to do what I love, um, and that's the key part. And I, you know, I had a hairdresser tell me this a long time ago. She leaned forward one time and said, "You know what?" She said, I, I, "You know, she's been a hairdresser for years. Whatever, <laughs> how many clients do you see?" And she said, "Most people don't like their jobs." She's like, you have only, like, you just love what you do. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm lucky. No, this is the Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> right? It sounds like if you've ever listened to Gary Vaynerchuk, if you haven't, then there's another guy to listen to because it's just about okay. that creativity and, you know, doing things you love. You've said it. You know, it, it's exactly that. He talks. But I'm not here to promote. That was the, the ball cutting one. They, they, it was from his book called Crushing It. And, the, okay. you know, that project. Well, that's why I know the name. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Yeah, so his book is Crushing It, which I listen to on, I listen to from Amazon Echo. We have one. I say, and I'll literally say, Alexa, play the Audible take, because it'll play the podcast. If I if I pick the podcast, she'll play the podcast while I'm doing dishes or in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Which is great. So you can yeah. do both. <laughs> well, Renee, really, this has been fun. I, I, I can't say enough. This has been a lot of fun. And thank you. Thank you. You've spent some overtime today to get on here. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, but, you know, thanks for that. And, and I really, you know, we can take it offline. I can connect you with some of those people. But thank you so much for, you know, your kids' OT, occupational therapy. I understand that. And hopefully everyone else does too. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. And if people want to find me, oh, they yeah. can find me at um, kidsotcalgary.com. Yes. And I'm on Instagram at Kids OT Calgary. Perfect. Perfect. Renee, thank you so much and stay safe. Thank you again. Bye. Bye-bye.